Welcome to a nightmare in stereo. A podcast for horror movie review. Now, here are your hosts, Juan and Norma. (sighs) (laughs) It's hard coming up with intros for episodes. Yeah, it is. Welcome back to A Nightmare in Stereo, everyone. (laughs) How are you doing, Norma? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, Yeah, it's fucking hard coming up with intros. (laughs) We'll get there. One day we'll get our lives together. One day. So, last week we watched The Lodge. It was Norma's pick. It was about... You can't fucking go back on this. It was your fucking pick. It was a shitty pick. Let's move on. (laughs) so the lodge it's a movie about two kids that go on a cabin trip for christmas with their stepmom and decide to make her believe that a cult leader came back from the dead to make her repent fuck this movie was bad (laughs) uh we actually rated it at 1.5 out of 10 and honestly we didn't learn much from it so yeah Instead of going for what we learned from the movie, we are going to start today's episode by sharing some announcements instead. Yeah, so we're going to start with number one. Guys, we have merch. Yes, we have merch. So just go to our Instagram account and visit our link tree. In there, you'll find our Threatless store. We have two designs in store, our classic boombox logo and a plain podcast name as shown on our logo. So go check out our merch. We have shirts, mugs, skirts. I'm sorry, not skirts, stickers. <laughs> we have stickers, blankets, and a skateboard. I don't know why, but it's in there. So go check it out. Um, send us pics of yourselves. Let us share it on our Insta. And you guys, believe it or not, Juan is working on some limited edition merch for this October. So stay tuned on that too. And yes, Juan designs our merch. I know, he's actually talented. Hooray. Uh, I manage. <laughs> and with spooky season upon us, we'll also have some minisodes to embrace the Halloween spirit. So also, stay close to us, stay tuned, and as always, enjoy our show. And again, that link for the store is a nightmareinstereo.threatless.com. Again, that's a nightmareinstereo.threatless.com. Other very, very important ways to support our podcast is by sharing. Give us a shout out and share us on your stories. Do hashtag sharing is caring, hashtag a nightmare in stereo podcast and share our page. Make us your friends biggest nightmares. And I also want to give a shout out for those people who already have. So Marcus, Tabitha, Tanya, Sam, Scarlett, we see you guys and we are humble. Also, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and give us some stars so, you know, you can show how decently mediocre we are. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, guys. We are very appreciative towards everything you have done for us so far. And I want to take this time to give one last shout out to Emmanuel Maldonado. He earned his CSM Army Reserve coin this past Tuesday, so congrats. As always, I'm very proud of you and can't wait to see what you achieve next. Thank you for serving this country, but most of all, thank you for not giving up. You're the coolest. And today, we are talking about the ritual. Have you seen it, guys? I hope you have. 
And as always, Juan is going to give us some, some few deets on the movie. Juan? Ah, I thought you were just going to take my job there for a second. <laughs> so, yeah, we actually are going to talk about The Ritual today, directed by David Bruckner. The release date was October 13, 2017. Again, perfect movie for the season. Uh, the box office for this movie was 1.3 million to 1.6 million. It was sold to Netflix for 4.6 million. And it is starring Raph Spall, Rob James Collier, Asher Ali, and Sam Throton. And it is available on Netflix. And like always, let's go ahead and give it off to Norma so we can start the synopsis of this movie. Yes, so we meet Luke, Hutch, Phil, Dom, and Robert. They are all five at a bar planning their next big boy vacation, just the five of them. No wives, no kids, just pure testosterone. Robert suggests that they should go to Sweden on a hike, you know, like a true psychopath. He was obviously brushed up by his friends. They leave the bar. Luke and Robert go into a convenience store and notice it's being robbed. Luke was able to hide, but the robbers noticed Robert and killed him after refusing to give his wedding ring. Six months later, the rest of the guys go to Sweden to honor Robert and they decide to go on a hike, just like he said. So they go to the top of the hill and they do a small memorial ceremony for Robert and pour one out for him. It's here when we notice that Dom is clearly resentful of Luke since he did nothing to save Robert. And Hutch is trying to be the better person here. He tells Luke it's not his fault and just ignore Dom. During their hike, Dom actually hurts his knee and Hutch decides to take a shortcut through the woods. Can I start this by saying, fuck Dom? Right. Just, just <laughs> fuck Dom. He's he so fucking annoying from the start. He is such a passive-aggressive bitch. I can't. Kind of reminds me of you. I know, we're like brothers. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so anyway, they go deep into the woods and they find a deer that was impaled on the trees with all its organs exposed. Luke points out that it's a fresh kill, we should move forward. The night comes and there's heavy rain with it and they stop after seeing some weird carvings on a tree but they disregard it because after noticing the carvings they also see a cabin in the back so they decide to break in luke hears roaring and phil goes upstairs looking for some wood instead he finds what it seems to be an effigy it's a humanoid torso made out of twigs and duck legs and antlers for hands Hutch, t- <laughs> Hutch tells them not to worry about it and they all go downstairs and they rest. But will they though? Nope. So Luke wakes up to blinding lights, like the song. He opens the door and finds himself at the convenience store. And he's in shock, but finally he wakes up, he snaps out of it, and there's some rustling in the woods. And then he notices that he has five holes on his chest and obviously they're bleeding. Suddenly, Hutch starts screaming and Luke runs back inside to find him having a nightmare. He wakes Hutch and notices that he peed all over himself. (laughs) Dunn is frantically calling out for his wife. Luke and Hutch try to help him out, but where the fuck is Phil? Surprise, Phil is upstairs naked, praying to Edward Antler hands. (laughs) (laughs) 
they pack their shit and they get the fuck out as one should. So once outside, they notice that there's a lot more carvings on the trees. Some of the trees were actually on the ground and they think it's a warning. But of course, Dom being a snappy bitch, he's like, there's a path over here. We should go through it. Hutch didn't want to, but again, Dom's being a bitch. They follow the bitch. Hutch says they should continue walking southwest, but Dom tells him, fuck off. I'm the captain now. Bill tries to get them talking about what happened, but Hutch avoids it at all costs, and Dom asks for a break. Luke and Hutch are annoyed. Luke goes up the hill to see what he can find, and surprise, surprise, more fucking woods. But what's that? You know, that far? You know, straight ahead? It's a tiny motherfucking hand, and it's just moving. Luke runs back to the guys and tells them that there's something up there and Dom tells him I don't trust your judgment we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you and Luke punches Dom in the face after basically being blamed for Robert's death. Hutch he works his magic and everyone is moving. They see some fabric on the ground and they pull it up and they find a tent. Shoes and a wallet. It belongs to Anna Erickson and her credit card expired in 1984. Again the guys go berserk they start to lose it and hutch comes the boys down and tells them this won't be us well that's a fucking lie right the biggest one in the movie yet <laughs> <laughs> so they stop and make camp hutch tells luke you know dom's knee is getting worse phil looks like shit and you're the strongest so i'll set you up in the morning tomorrow so you can go out and get help and luke agrees later that night luke hears footsteps and more roaring he tries to peek but he finds himself again in this convenience store but in this vision he sees robert getting his brain bashed in the attacker right now it's actually looking straight at luke and whispers coward there's something there it's huge and it's walking around the campsite and then suddenly the tent that's next to luke is pulled away but thankfully it's all a nightmare however phil is screaming his lungs out Luke goes out, he finds him kneeling, and Phil says it was here. Luke asks where the fuck is Hutch, he checks on Dom, and Dom doesn't know, and they can all hear Hutch screaming, but the creature roars even louder. So they try to go out and find Hutch, but Hutch is lost in the woods, so they find Hutch the next morning, impaled on the trees with his intestines exposed. Just like the deer before. R.I.P. Best character in the movie. Right. It, I felt that death. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, they put him down. I, I think this must have taken a lot from them. They put him down and they take his compass and they bury him under some twigs. They continue the hike and go southwest as Hutch said. They stop for some water and they see some footprints, but they continue going forward. They avoid going through the path where the footprints were. Dom and Bill stop for a breather. Luke goes up the hill and, you know, to try to see what's up top and he can see the end. Hutch was right. But there's also some small fires starting, maybe torches. So he goes back to the boys to tell them, but Phil tells him we heard something. And suddenly this thing just nudges him and kills him right in front of Luke. Luke tried to run, but he ran into a tree. <laughs> When he gets up, he can see Robert again. He snaps out of it and grabs the flashlight and go find Dom. Dom says he has no fucking clue what was that, but it was fast. So Luke tells him we have to make a run for it. 
While running, they find Bill impaled on a tree. Straight ahead, they see another house with the creature chasing after them. They just barge into the house and close the door as quickly as they could, only to be knocked out by the people that were inside. Yes, they are not alone. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. So after they get knocked out, they wake up all tied up in a dark room. Two men and a senile old lady walk in. And she gives Luke some water and shows him that she also has a five hole mark on her chest. And I kind of laughed at this part because uh, you know that the marking is more to the left side of the chest. Yes. So this lady just goes all out and just tries to fucking like show her old saggy tits like goes all out like, bitch, no, you're showing more than enough skin. Fucking stop. <laughs> the point is that since she has the five hole, same as uh, Luke, Dom doesn't get shit just because he got no holes he actually gets taken away instead they put him in a room upstairs and we start hearing some growling coming from that room and dom is just screaming like the little bitch he is for hours and hours a young lady walks in and tells look that they are preparing for sacrifice after this dom is brought back and says that he's not making it out alive he knows that this is his place of death and Luke should burn this place down to the ground. Dom is taken away again and it is tied up in a post and he sees more bodies impaled on the trees and is terrified. Meanwhile, Luke decides to fucking dislocate his thumb just to get himself free. The creature gets closer and closer and it's roaring and the trees are moving but all Dom sees is his wife, sweet, sweet Gail. She gets closer, grabs his face, and Dom feels safe. Is he though? No, he's, he's fucking not. Um, when <laughs> he looks back at her, it's not Gail in front of him. It's the giant Final Fantasy mage creature. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he takes him to the woods and impales him on a tree as well. Luke sees what happens and asks the young lady if they will put him down. And she says no. She tells him that the creature is an ancient Jotun god, a bastard offspring of Loki himself. And they okay. worship this god that shall not be named. Oh. Apparently the god gives them everlasting life without pain. And she tells Luke he was chosen because of all the pain that he has gone through. It is very great much pain very very big pain <laughs> now all luke has to do is kneel down to the god or he will be impaled but of course luke has that whole main character thing going and he just refuses to kneel down to this mofo and builds up the courage to escape he sees the senile lady come in <laughs> and so he appoints her and goes upstairs and tries to look for the prayer room but what he finds is that he's just surrounded by breathing corpses and just very calmly sets them on fire. As the whole room is burning, he leaves the room and the senile old lady is down again waiting for him. And he just knocks her the fuck out and grabs <laughs> an old rifle and shoots a guy. But the creature senses the fire and goes to the house. Luke tries to escape and shoots one of the men and tells the other, hey, just fucking give me your axe. Uh, when Luke turns around, 
he sees that he's actually facing the creature and somehow he actually gets to escape. He tries to shoot it, but the creature comes in running at him and he's running and Luke's running and Luke starts hearing some buzzing and it's the convenience store slide and during this whole scene we see like a mixture between the woods and the convenience stores as the creature comes up and tackles him. Luke finally stands up and sees the exit. The creature grabs him and drops him from up high. Luke tries to stand up again and the creature pushes him back down to the ground. This motherfucker really wants Luke to kneel, but Luke is not having that shit. No. Luke looks to the side and sees Robert, his dead friend, staring back at him. And he also sees the axe and he attacks the creature with it and tries to escape for freedom one more time. And this time, Luke actually makes it out of the forest, but the creature can't leave. They engage in a roaring contest, and apparently Luke wins. Yeah. <laughs> so, as the creature goes back into the forest, Luke walks away to freedom. And we have the end of this movie. I loved this movie. I think it was a really good one. Good choice. I'm glad I picked it. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No, no, no. I picked it. Uh, who? Me. Mm, no, that's a weird way to say Norma. No, no, no. <laughs> what was your pick from last week again? You picked a lodge, I think. You're horrible. No, fuck off. <laughs> that's two movies in a row. Hmm. Again, A Quiet Place. I'm still not fucking letting go of that one. And The Lodge. <laughs> and I fucking know I fucking know that you want to pick A Quiet Place too. Yes, but not for our podcast I want to watch it, I'm not gonna lie But I won't <sighs> torture you Because I am a good friend So they say Like yeah, three people so I don't know who those people are <laughs> <Anyway>. My mom <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god uh. <laughs> So talk to us. Give us some of your notes. As soon as I heard Sweeting in this movie, I knew I wasn't fucking sleeping that night. Midsummer really fucked me up. I'm telling you. I can't. Do you have like an issue with like Sweden at all? or? No, Sweden. It looks beautiful. I love how peaceful it looks from pictures and videos. But the movies they film there, like what the fuck? Midsummer fucked me up mentally in ways that... I cannot even start to explain. And The Witch was really good. I think you mentioned it earlier today. The Witch was really good, but it wasn't as fucked up as Midsummer. But I loved it. Anyway, I am a hutch. I feel like I was a mother before even I had a child, looking after everyone. Um, if we were going to pour one out for you, Juan, what would it be? Uh, Cuba Libre? Don Q? Oh, no, going back Keep home. It. Yeah, keep it tropical. Nice. Little pina colada. <laughs> Imagine going to like the top of a mountain and just bringing out the blender, just like. One would have loved this shit. <laughs> that sounds nice. I know, right? Uh, yeah. When I saw the legs on the sculpture that Phil found, it reminded me of Baba Yaga's house with chicken legs. I even told Anthony, oh, this is about Baba Yaga. And Anthony was like, John Wick? I'm like, no, you don't get it. I'm actually happy that you mentioned it. Uh, there's a new movie that came out quite recently 
called Baba Yaga, and I think it's Russian. Is it? I bought it, and I still haven't watched it. It's on my to-watch list. I'm hoping it's fucking good. Hmm. Where did you get it? I'll let you know. Uh, Walmart, actually. (laughs) Oh, nice. Can we take a moment and appreciate this creature? It's like half moose, half human, but the head is on the pelvis, and the hands are on the feet, and the antlers are the hands. When it's standing up, even though it's like for a few seconds in the very last scene, the very small details on this anatomy can be really appreciated. Yeah, like when it's standing up and you see all the details in it and just starts moving like its hands into like a little like prayer movement. Yeah, it's like it's three different anatomies in one creature. It's a clusterfuck of a face. Right, I loved it. I thought it was great. It was a brilliant creature. So whoever designed this, kudos to you. I would like to see more of it. It looked good. Yeah. Watching this movie, it reminded me of my brothers. I'm a Hutch. My older brother is Phil. My younger brother is Dom. And my second oldest brother is Luke. There's no way my other two brothers and I would have survived this. It would have to be Luke. Yeah. Yeah, you do know that Hutch dies first, so... Oh, yeah, but they'll get over it because I'm the only girl. It's okay. Uh, True. Yeah. (laughs) I can't blame Luke for not reacting to Robert's murder. I feel like I would react the same out of shock. I just I'm the type of person that when I when I see something or experience something that big, I just paralyze in shock. I can't move. I can't do anything. So I can't blame him for that. I feel bad for Luke because you could see that he struggled like he fucking grabbed that bottle of liquor and he was getting ready to fucking go at it but shit yeah he just hid he did i mean i can't i can't blame him i feel like it's a natural reaction i know that dom was like trying to make him feel horrible for what he did but it's a natural reaction you can't blame him just just fuck dom no yeah I'm gonna rate this an 8 out of 10. I like the story, the characters, the setting. I loved everything. It's just that the scare factor wasn't all there for me. But the film is amazing to watch. How about you? So these are my notes. This movie actually became one of my favorite folk horror movies. And like you mentioned earlier, this also includes Midsummer and The Witch. It's still fairly new, like late 2010s. And yeah, I, I like that they're going back to that whole folk horror isolated place and just seeing this type of fucked up shit happening like witchcraft cultism like all that shit yeah i love that give me more (laughs) i love how we slowly see the characters going into a descent into madness and fear after they spend that first night in the cabin it's like dude it's a cabin in the woods you're fucking staying in a cabin in the woods in a creepy forest bad shit's gonna happen Right, I would have liked to see, uh, not the whole detail because I get it, Luke is the main character, yes, I get it, but Curiosity wants me to know what were their nightmares about. Right. Early Bill was struggling with religion, so I don't need to know much about him, but what about Hutch? What about Gail? I'm not Gail, I'm sorry, what about Dom? I want to know what happened. Well, Dom, it could have basically been something with his wife. I don't know about the others. I I really would like to know what the fuck Hutch went through by what Dom um, explained at the end of the movie it sounds like they dreamt about their deaths yeah so maybe that's why we didn't get to see it Hmm. I mean what's his name Uh, Phil no Phil so Phil 
you know, he was he was really fucking traumatized by waking up and being all naked, fucking praying to that thing. And oh yeah, that really fucked him up. And he knew he knew it was coming. Oh yeah. And why is why was why was Phil a character? I feel like he wasn't needed in the movie. He was like an extra. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we have Luke, the main character, Hush, the the main wifey, um, Dom, the bitch boy, and then Phil. You know, Phil's like that neutral ground because hmm. he uh, barely had any okay. lines that's why i'm asking but we still see him naked praying to the thing if we didn't have that scene in the movie i feel like it wouldn't be the same if you would have given yeah. that scene to dom we just would have hated him a little bit more and i don't know or if okay. it would have been hutch it would have taken away from his charisma huh i like that shut the fuck up no <laughs> turn around every now and then so hutch <laughs> hutch was actually the best character in this whole movie and I, I was so sad that he was also the first one to die and it should have been dom but i i see what happened hutch was the one that you know was the dependable one he kept everyone in a cool head he tried to keep all the friends together if dom would have died dad. first yeah he was the dad if dom would have died first um that's it i think like we would have escaped without any problems and just gone the long way. <laughs> now that you think about it, yes, if Dom would have died first, uh, they didn't have to fucking take the shortcut because, you know, Dom fucked up his leg. So, yeah, yeah. it's all because of Dom. Yes. Fuck you, Dom. Fuck you, Dom. So this is a horror movie. This is a horror movie. Uh, like Norma said, it doesn't have that many scare factors, but it has a good story. It has good drama. But there's a scene. There, there's a scene that I want to fucking talk about. <laughs> when I saw this the first time, and when I saw this again while we were doing the review for this movie, I just fucking bust out laughing. And <laughs> it's when Luke is trying to fucking escape, and he goes downstairs, and he faces that old lady. He just, like, paws. Punch to the face! <laughs> I loved it. Anthony and I actually had to re to rewind it because we couldn't believe it happened. We're like, wait, what? Exactly. <laughs> saw that like three times. <laughs> and I fucking love it because, again, it's something that could have happened in real life. Like, no, fuck everyone. It's an old lady. I can take her, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Luke, we know you can fucking take her. So that, that scene was more than enough, right? Yeah. But then less than a minute later, we have another scene that fucking turns this into a comedy. And it's when he he grabs the rifle and he tries to shoot the guy and it just goes and nothing comes out. And then the guy's like, OK, you're not going to do shit. And then he tries it again and just fucking blasts them all off. Like, ah, oh, that was so fucking good. <laughs> it was just perfect comedic timing. I, I fucking love that. And... I wish more horror movies would do this type of thing that it's not meant to be funny, but it still has like a comedy aspect to it. Yeah, it's like a nice palate cleanser from all the tension right. in the movie. Yeah. And talking about palate cleansers, this movie was such such a great palate cleanser from previous horror movies that we've done. And yeah, I am talking about A Quiet Place. <laughs> The way they did the monster aspect in this movie was great. It was a nice, slow buildup. The anticipation was there, especially when we see that little hand in the middle of the woods. Yes. That shit was creepy. Oh, yeah. 
it's just that you don't know what to expect at first you're like okay there's a witch in the woods wait tiny hands are these like um those people from green inferno like natives trying to kill them or something like that the pygmies the pygmies thank you and no it's just a giant god out there looking for some moolah well not money but food slaves slaves yeah people that to worship it right yeah that's what i like that's really what i liked about this movie i feel like if it would have been something else it would have taken away from it but seeing this slow build-up and seeing that at the end we don't have a monster that we're dealing with we have a fucking god a bastard spawn of loki that we have to deal with that shit was like fucking perfect Yes, I remember texting you earlier this week telling you like, oh, I get it now about your notes with A Quiet Place. What what you meant by if you dedicate too much screen time to your monster, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, oh, this makes sense. I appreciate it. Your point of view in this movie. You're welcome. Yeah, and you again, did good. Stop picking, yeah, stop making shitty horror movies. But yeah, I am Someone going to... to- <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, for real, for real. I, I love when you pick those movies just because I can shit on them and actually, you know, get listened for it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so I'm going to rate this movie a 9 out of 10. Uh, this is a really fun, very interesting movie, and I highly recommend it. Now that we're starting in October and, you know, everyone should be watching more horror movies daily. It's a Netflix staple at this point. Uh and yeah you should go check it out yes and then as, as spooky seasons are coming in i personally like like family night movies it has little to no nudity i actually think it has no nudity does it uh phil we we talked about it phil, phil? yeah but you don't actually see like his rear or anything you see his you, naked. you, do. you, you, do? you do see his ass that's it well yeah but everyone has one the point is i think like this is a movie that you can watch with your kids you can make it part of a movie night and during the season so it worked i'm pretty fucking sure that all the kids are just gonna bust out laughing when they see that punch in the face oh yeah definitely i loved it anyway with all of that being said and done again great movie watch it with your family watch it alone it's still great um just remind just remember to give us a big shout out on instagram share our podcast make your friends listen to it it's the best way to help us out also remember our merch go to our link tree on instagram it is a nightmare in stereo.threatless.com again a nightmare in stereo.threatless.com so and what do we got next week yes next week we have listeners choice it's my favorite week of the month every single month and what better way to start the spooky season than watching trick-or-treat join us next week as we go through four stories in one movie and i hope i don't lose my count in the script so see you next week here on a nightmare in stereo love you guys bye bye guys They get four stories in one episode. Yeah. I think it's four, right? I don't know, but that's a fucking deal. I know. I'm excited.